Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Virtual Legality, not one I was anticipating making today, but as you can see on your screen, the Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered Edition that is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation 5 was quote-unquote detailed in the PlayStation blog today, and a funny thing happened on the way to that specific detailing. Now, in this blog, we get what we would have anticipated, right? We've got the community director of Insomniac Games, James Stevenson, who's done these blog posts in the past, certainly did them in 2018, about the original edition of Spider-Man going on waxing philosophic about the greatness that awaits you if you spend 20 70 more dollars to get this remastered version of Spider-Man on the PlayStation 5. He says, let's talk about graphical updates. The team has done the painstaking work of updating the city's environment to take advantage of the new console. Beyond improved models and materials, one of the biggest things we have brought to the game is those ray-traced reflections and ambient shadows that everybody likes so much. Look at those reflections. I really enjoyed Spider-Man in 2018, and the reflections didn't look that good. That is an impressive improvement, and I'll be interested in seeing it more, seeing it on places like Digital Foundry. However, that isn't really what everybody wound up talking about today. Nope, what they're talking about is this specific paragraph and, of course, the imagery that follows. This does bring us to one of the bigger changes. In order to bring the best performances to players with our next-generation Marvel Spider-Man games, we have recast the face of Peter Parker. Not an ancillary character, not someone that you meet only in passing. The actual face of the game, the player that you will be controlling throughout 80 or 90% of this particular title. We loved working with John Bubniak on the original game. However, to get a better match to Peter Parker Spider-Man actor Yuri Lowenthal's facial capture, we have cast Ben Jordan to be the face model for Peter Parker on the PlayStation 5 console. He looks incredible in-game, and Yuri's moving performances take on a new life. Now, this was an unusual kind of state of affairs for a video game. If you didn't know from Spider-Man, Yuri Lowenthal, whose Spider-Man I love, he did a fantastic job, is actually the motion capture actor for all of Spider-Man's actions in the game. But Yuri's a bit older. He wasn't a perfect fit for the actual demographics of the Peter Parker that they were trying to put out there. So they cast an actor, John Bubniak, to actually play Spider-Man, to have his face scanned and put on the Peter Parker character. He looks like this. And while he might take a little getting used to in playing Spider-Man originally, this Spider-Man is supposed to be older. He's supposed to be 23 or 24 years old. Having been Spider-Man for a long time, a lot of his scenes have a sense of weariness about them. A bit of been there, done that, like the Witcher showing up, having to fight a guy that he has clearly fought 30 times before. And that weariness comes through in his eyes, comes through in the facial capture that he had. I love Spider-Man's 2018. I think they did a great job of it. But he is not this guy. This is the new Spider-Man. He seems to have been de-aged a substantial amount. And the explanation given by Insomniac here that his face better fits the facial parameters of the data that they received from Yuri Lowenthal apparently back when they were recording this game in 2017, 16, whenever that was, is going to make the performance better. It's going to be something that is more enjoyable. And I looked at this and I said, I don't like that at all. Now, this is all subjective. This is all opinion-based, right? This is just me talking to you about what I like and don't like about Spider-Man. And I hope very much that this grows on me because it's clear that this will be Peter Parker 
Moving into the future, Spider-Man 2 may be an appearance in the Miles Morales spin-off game, but he doesn't have the same facial expression as this guy. He doesn't have that same kind of lived-in experience look. And I said, well, maybe I can look at a couple of the clips that they've shown. They put one clip up, and unfortunately, it really didn't prove the point to me, right? This is in slow-mo, but you can see how he looks in action here. He's got kind of a doe-eyed quality, a lot of looking aimlessly at Dr. Octopus here as he continues to become the Dr. Octopus that we know and love. And I don't think I was alone in this opinion. As this video was put out there, as the blog post went out there, a lot of people reacted. The original Peter looked so much better. They should pull a Sonic and go back to the design that we all know and love. Literally, why? I really hope there's an option to switch back to the default face. Now, it's easy enough to ascribe this to entitled gamers and folks that just want what they want and that they shouldn't just get it because they want it. And that's fair enough. Insomniac is free to do what it wants with its own materials and is free to make a change from this to this. But when they give an explanation like this one that says we just needed to get a better facial match to our original voice actor, it it strains credulity for someone like me. I look at this and I've got all sorts of conspiratorial, cynical looking thoughts when I see a phrase like this, when I see a paragraph like this. And of course, as a corporate lawyer, as a contract guy, I immediately think, okay, this is for the sequels. Did John Bubniak see exactly how well the original Spider-Man sold? You signed him up to a one-game contract for some reason that's beyond my ken, and now he looks at it and says, oh, no, 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 my rate just went up, and you said, fine, we'll get rid of you. That's the kind of thing that can happen. It's also the kind of thing that you usually just don't give an answer for if you're an insomniac or if you're someone else that is dealing with an actor that is seeking to get more money through a contract. I can tell you all sorts of stories about actors and video games and people that were no longer associated with video games after their contract requests got a little too high. But hey, that's client confidentiality for you. Either way, those kinds of things can happen, but this is a very specific kind of answer to a question that people hadn't even asked when this blog post went up. Of course, the Spider-Man project for PlayStation 5 has not been without its messaging faux pas throughout the entire process. When Miles Morales was originally kind of shown off for the PlayStation 5, IGN went out with an article that said it was the sequel to Spider-Man, which had to be walked back fairly quickly. After that, a short while after that, It was very confusing as to whether or not Miles Morales was an expansion to the existing Spider-Man, whether a remaster was coming, what that would look like. And then ultimately, the Spider-Man figure was still at the center of Sony kind of controversy as it became clear that Sony had paid for, contracted with Crystal Dynamics to have Spider-Man only available in their new Avengers game. We'll come back to that in just a second. That isn't even talking about the pricing of this whole thing, having the remaster be gated around a $50 purchase of Miles Morales, which you may or may not want. No, it's a little bit deeper than all of that, right? You look at this character, this is a different character from this one. It has a different look about him. Looks a lot younger, looks a lot more fresh-faced. And maybe that will work for Spider-Man 2? But the question is, does it work for this Spider-Man? And I think reasonable folks can look at this, entitled or not, just wanting what they want or not, and say, I'm not so sure that that works with the story that is in Spider-Man 2018. And there won't be any spoilers in this video, but suffice it to say, 
Peter Parker goes through a lot in this game, and a lot is based on his mentoring of other people, of having to deal with trust relationships throughout his life. In this GameSpot article, they describe it as follows. The game's version of Peter Parker falls on the dweeby side, despite being old and having almost a decade of crime-fighting expertise. Does this look like that description to you? And I think the answer is no. Reasonable minds can, of course, differ. Leave your opinions in the description to or the comments to this video. But I look at this and say, nah, there's more going on here, right? Maybe, as some have posited on Twitter and elsewhere, maybe this face is the one that is designed to be baked in to that Crystal Dynamics Square Enix Avengers platform. And that Avengers platform is clearly leaning a lot more on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In fact, they got into a little bit of trouble when they initially announced their game, showed it for the first time because it was an uncanny valley. They really looked too much like their MCU counterparts without actually being those actors. And so I think Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix moved away from that over the year from their original reveal to when it was finally released. And I, I really enjoy the Avengers uh, video game. But it does make a certain amount of sense if we're just in conspiracy theory land to say this fits in a little bit more as a Tom Holland analog into a world of Avengers like this one. The question becomes then, would Insomniac kind of potentially sacrifice the actual story behind their 2018 game, that weariness, that oldness in their Peter Parker character because they needed to fit into some kind of brand synergy? Is this a Marvel ask? Is it a contract ask from the actor? There are a whole number of reasons why something like this could happen, but it is enormously unusual in video games and successful video games at that. There are instances that we've seen in the past where this kind of thing has happened really before a game has released. Some of you might remember this story. I pulled up a Eurogamer article that talks about the original Last of Us. A new trailer full of the Last of Us footage has revealed a slightly changed look for lead character Ellie. The changes are subtle, but noticeable. Once heavily modeled on Juno actress Ellen Page, the new Ellie has now lost her freckles and gained a different shaped nose. Update to the article, Naughty Dog has commented on the decision to change the look of Ellie. Creative director Neil Druckmann told IGN that change was made to make Ellie look more like Ashley Johnson, the mocap artist and voice actor behind Ellie. We have seen this explanation before, and this also strained credulity. As Neil Druckmann said back in 2012, after delving further into the game's narrative over the past few months, we decided to modify Ellie's model to better reflect Ashley's personality and also resemble a slightly younger teen, more fitting to the story. We're happy with the final results shown in the cinematic we have released today and hope the fans like her too. Now, it should be noted that there was noise being made from Ellen Page at the same time that this was all happening, but Naughty Dog effectively, oh, let's not say lied to our faces, let's just say stretched the truth a little bit. As this headline in Eurogamer again says, changes to The Last of Us as Ellie and announcement of Ellen Page and beyond are a complete coincidence. Naughty Dog didn't realize she resembled the famous actor, says game director. Uh, we didn't even know what was going on with that, The Last of Us game director Bruce Staley told Eurogamer at E3. We don't know what's going on with other games. We hear what people are saying. We didn't realize that ourselves because we just try to push for the characters that we want. 
I have to say, it's almost impossible the original version of Ellie, as shown in The Last of Us, was not based on Ellen Page. You could look at that face, you could see Ellen Page. And so this is a line of thought that companies have let us down, right? We're in virtual legality. We're speculating here. We don't know what Insomniac has been dealing with. There is no doubt in my mind that when they decided to shift, they looked for somebody that would work even better with the data points that they had from Yuri Lowenthal, But there seems to be more going on here, especially when, in the back of their minds, they had to know that something like this would happen upon the reveal. You don't usually have a showing like this with huge downvotes on a major, major game like Spider-Man. And so it wasn't really a surprise, but kind of was, when later on this afternoon on Twitter, Brian Inthiar, I'm probably pronouncing that terribly. I apologize, Brian. Feel free to correct me in the comments. Uh, put out this note, a few words from me on today's no- news, which appears to be a photograph of his computer screen, uh, which is just an interesting way to deliver a Twitter message. Today's news about the new Peter Parker face model has surprised some of you. And we at Insomniac totally understand your reaction. I, I doubt that anybody that was invested in this game at all was, wasn't was surprised by them just suddenly announcing that Peter Parker was brand new. This is the gaming equivalent of just showing up or buying the ultra high definition version of Iron Man and someone else is Tony Stark. Heck, it even took me a while to get used to Peter's new look. But as we discussed, the franchise's future and moving to the PlayStation 5 it quickly became apparent that delivering even more believable-looking characters made finding a better facial match for actor Yuri Lowenthal, who we all love as Peter, a necessity. And I agree with the notion. If you wound up with some kind of technological impasse, which is what you're trying to sell here, and you said, we can either keep Yuri or we can keep the current face, I I agree with the call. Yuri Lowenthal is a fantastic Spider-Man. I love him in 2018. I will love him when he appears again in Spider-Man 2, maybe in Miles Morales. So that makes sense to me. But the overall story still mm, isn't really passing the smell test. We care as much about this character as your attachment to him. So please know we didn't make this decision or change lightly. As we did throughout the development of Marvel's Spider-Man, we'll continue to read your comments, listen, and always be looking for ways to improve every facet of the game. At the same time, I hope you can trust us that this decision is what we feel is best for the future of the franchise and our upcoming goals for this beloved Marvel character. Now, here's where I parse, and maybe a little bit unfairly so. So I'm a lawyer. You've heard me parse in virtual legality before. And I don't really think that this is the intent of Brian, the creative director of Insomniac. But his last sentence, I really do think gives a better understanding of what we're looking at here. This guy is clearly meant to be the future of the franchise. This guy is the guy that might appear in Miles Morales, will appear in the sequel, might appear in Avengers. And so when he says, trust us, know what he asks you to trust. I hope you can trust us that this decision is what we feel is best, not for the present game, not for Spider-Man right now, not for the story that we just told in 2018, which I personally love, and really thoroughly enjoy as a video game story, but for what is best for the future of the franchise and our upcoming goals for this beloved Marvel character. So maybe that face doesn't quite fit for the story we told in 2018, but it'll fit in the future, and we're really sorry you don't get ray tracing, you don't get all of this time and effort that we have apparently 
put into building out a better Spider-Man, a game you thoroughly enjoy, because this face is going to be better for Marvel branding, or it's going to be better because the actor was fighting over a contract, or it's going to be better because you just believe us entirely, and the facial structure of Yuri Lowenthal demanded that we have a new skin replacement for Peter Parker. Whatever the reason, you are not, as of today, going to get a remastered ray trace 60 frames per second awesome version of spider-man 2018 with the actor that you know and love with the performance that you know and love and to be honest that's a hard sell for something like this game in 2018 right spider-man wasn't some flash in the pan wasn't some game that only a few people liked this was one of sony's biggest selling games ever it was insomniac's coming out party Really, after Ratchet and Clank announced them to the world decades ago, Spider-Man in 2018 was Insomniac proving that they were one of the best game developers on the planet, led directly to them being purchased by Sony, and now they come out with essentially a blog post drop on the middle of some random Wednesday in September that says, oh, by the way, we changed out the face of the main character of our most popular game in our history. And that's a tough, tough sell, right? When you look at these various things, when you look at actually changing out those characters, it winds up feeling like something significant has changed. And so when we look at this, when we look at all of these questions, it's not a matter of whether or not we should get what we want. Insomniac is free to do what it wants with its property, is free to do what it wants with its remaster. People will rightly come into these comments, will comment on Twitter and say, look, the PlayStation 4 version didn't go anywhere. That will be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 5. You can still play that, presumably when people get their hands on that console, it will get some of the benefits of moving over to the SSD, all these various great things on the PlayStation 5. But this guy will never be this guy. And at the end of the day, this is what Sony and Insomniac have offered to you. And is it because he fits better into the Avengers? Maybe. I tend to think it's because he looks a little bit more like this guy. And while maybe Ellen Page caused Eurogamer to change its stripes, or not Eurogamer, but Naughty Dog, maybe, just maybe, Tom Holland will cause Sony and Insomniac to change their stripes as well. I guess only time will tell. Either way, leave a comment to this video. Let me know what you think of the new Spider-Man, the Spider-Men, as I framed it here. Not in some Into the Spider-Verse sense, but because the main character of such a significant game has been changed. Leave those comments. Let me know if you like these kinds of videos. This does have legal componentry because I really do think contracts could be at the end of all this, whether or not that's contracts with the actor, contracts with Marvel, contracts between Sony Pictures and Marvel, various things that relate to a very, very confused Spider-Man intellectual property ownership situation. But ultimately, this kind of video is about my interest in the games that I love, the pop culture that I love, and hopefully the kind of stuff that you love too. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.